Welcome back to another episode of Free Talk. This is Aya. And this is Shani. Every Monday, you can get in on the Free Talk. So remember to subscribe and follow us on Instagram at freetalk.ca. Today, we are going to be talking about a book that Shani read, written by Delia Owens. The book I'm currently reading is called Where the Crawdads Sing. Depending on what American state you live in, crawdads would mean crabs. The book has about 370 pages and over 50 chapters. It's about a young woman named Kaya who was left to raise herself in the marshes of North Carolina when her family literally abandons her. In the late 1969, a man called Chase Andrews is found dead and the locals suspect Kaya. I'm on chapter 50, and I can't wait to finish the story, but I had to let you know about it. I haven't read the story, but Shani has told me a bit about it. So I feel like I'd be interested to read it. But normally, murder mysteries are not the type of book I go for. So let's see if you can convince me. Well, I kind of think you would like it because I've already suggested a book that had a murder mystery in it and you liked it. So it's kind of in the same genre of, um, of books. So that's why I, 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 I was really, really um, happy to tell you about it and anybody else as well. Because um, unfortunately, I haven't been able to read as much as I usually do. And so I thought it was a, a great book to, um, to share. Oh, that's cool. So what made you pick up this book? Well, when I go to the, the to the um, bookstore at Samara, I usually, um, you know, look and see what's the current stuff out. And usually it's like, uh, whatever, you know, it's okay. It's interesting, but nothing to make me pick it up and say, hey, you know, this is, you know, very interesting to read or it's worth your while, worth your money. Because usually when I pick up a book that I like, it usually has to be, you know, hard book or hard cover, as I would say. Um, it's very rare that I pick up a soft cover unless, you know, they sell it only in soft cover. Um, so, yeah, I, I try to pick up books that have a lesson to be learned and has you guessing, usually, obviously, in volume murder. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yes, it has to involve murder. I do. I try not to be predictable with my books, so that's maybe why I'm so picky with the books I, I, I pick up. But um, I like to be entertained. Like, it has to entertain me throughout the whole book. Otherwise, like, I'll put it down and never pick it up again. Um, and this book, when I had picked it up, um, it, was, it was just, it was there. Just the story about Kaya. Um, and, you know, what was intriguing, too, was... Um, the author she in, she intrigued me throughout so um yeah it really it really helped to make me pay for the hardcover yes it was on discount obviously but you know <laughs> it, it helped <laughs> yeah but the murder mystery genre like i said it's not my my go-to what makes it so amazing it's just anything that can have you reading like literally i know the chapters in this book are not some of them are not long but in one night, I read like 12 chapters, which oh, wow. is very rare for me. In these days and ages, it's very rare for me to do that, you know? Mm. So that alone, 
And usually when I pick up the book in, in the bookstore, if I can get through the first chapter or two right there where I am, I'm sold. Oh, but murder mysteries, obviously, like you said, it has to involve murder. Why do you have to read something about murder? Or is it just that it's the genre that you prefer just because you know we have to figure out who killed who or who died or something like that? Yes, it always is about something about, you know, trying to figure out who did what, when, where, how. And as long as they can drag me out almost to the end and I'm still not figuring it out, then you have me. Ooh, yes. that's actually really hard to do. Yes. Like, I think when I was younger, some of the movies I saw, they got me. I'm like, I would have never thought. But in books, actually, no. We'll talk about the book that you shared with me on another episode. But that one, I have to say, it had me like, I never would have thought yes. that it was that person. <laughs> so if this book is the same thing, you never know. I might get, I might get into it. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't read the book, but what I'd like to know is which character in this book did you like the best and why did you like them? Right away, I was drawn to Kaya, and I tried not to be drawn to her. I really, really tried not to because, you know, obviously she's the main character. Um, so I was trying to see what the other characters are about, but just as I went on in the book, I'm like, mm-mm this writer is really good. I was like, she's really drawn me into who Kaya is, what she does. Um, you feel what she feels. You understand what she understands, what she's going through. Um, even what she sees and what she does. Like literally, if she's going to the dock, you see the passageway through the, from, from her boat to the dock, you know? And it's just like, to have that kind of perception, this author is amazing. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. But with Kaya, because um, you said that her family abandoned her when she was young. In this book, are we going through her journey as a kid till she grows up? Or she is, let's say, at whatever age, and we're kind of going back in her past and then continuing with her in the present? Um, no. It, it, well, the book kind of goes back and forth, back and forth, um, between 1969 and 1960. So it's usually 1960. To 1969 then 1961 to 1969 so always go back back to 1969 but it starts literally around 1960. Oh, okay so she's around um i would say six or seven during the beginning of the book and then you see how the family starts to drop off and how they start to leave and things like that um it was just but yes it it takes you through through her life from a child, a young child, but it comes back to it as well. So by chapter 50, she's, I I believe, 19. And so that's where you, I think it kind of picks up and goes forward. Okay. And to go on the opposite side, are there any characters that you like the least and why? Um, through the whole book, unfortunately, it's not, I guess it's not unfortunately, but I, 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 I didn't like her mom because for me, her mom just left her. It wasn't like it was a decision where they discussed things and whatever. Her mom just upped, got dressed in her prettiest dress. I remember I live in the marshes, so it's not like they're used to 
dressing, you know, properly. But her mom got pretty, you know, pretty up in her prettiest dress and just proceeded to put on her heels and leave her children. Wow. Yeah. So um, the her they call her Ma, but her name in the book is um, Julian uh, Marie uh, Jacques. And even though she, you can tell through the story, she was kind of sucked into the kind of life of living in a marsh because she comes from a very well-to-do family. You can see how she was kind of tricked into the life she had to eventually lead. Um, for me, it doesn't give you permission to just up and leave your family. I'm sorry. You have four children. Okay, fine. Your husband is doing whatever he's doing. Take your children with you, you know, kind of thing. Um, oh, so the mom, like, okay, she was forced into the situation she was in. Tricked. And I would say she more had, tricked, yes. Okay, so she was tricked into it. And then she had a moment of, why am I here? And then she just left. Is that mm-hmm. kind of... Oh. The only reason I will not tell you all of the story is because you kind of understand as you go along in the book why the mother left, but it still, for me, doesn't excuse anything. Hmm. But for the, the plot of the story, I guess when you follow the mother's journey, you can understand. Yes. Even though you don't agree with it. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. But four children to leave, yeah, to leave yeah. four children behind, that's, whoo, that's a decision. Yeah. Yes, it is a very big decision. Um, it's, it, obviously, I didn't say she did it lightly, because, I mean, Kaya was the youngest one at six, and, the, you know, she had the others. And then throughout the book, obviously, I'm not going to tell you the tidbits. You get to figure out how old these kids are by the time 1960. Um, happens when a mother decides to leave. Okay. Wow. Uh, yeah. Okay, it's becoming a little bit more intriguing, but <laughs> yeah. Um, obviously, it's, you know, 50-something chapters. It's a lot to intake. Is there anything that you can, I would say, spoil? Uh, well, not spoil. Anything, any plot that happens in this book that's stuck with you? Um, what stuck with me is, because they do bring it in pretty early on in the book, is there's a guy named Chase, and he gets killed in close to, in the area where, you know, it's kind of hard to get killed, and then there's no evidence, there's no footprints, there's no, um, there's nothing to suggest that he was there with somebody else. It looks like he was there by himself, but obviously from how he was killed, there's nothing around, you know? So you're like, "Mm." somebody cleaned it up. Yes. (laughs) How and when and why and where, you know, so all the intriguing parts happen, you know? So, so the intriguing parts, happen around his death i guess and how they're gonna figure it out yes so there's a build-up okay okay so if it's really about like if one of the 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 lead pieces are about his death isn't there like an official uh like an officer or something who's you know very prominent in this story yes there's two of them there's two officers 
and one you can tell things a little bit more than the other and he um does the forensics for the whole story and he's like oh but we found this and we found this so how is it possible that he was killed wow with no evidence Oh. oh my gosh it's really it's really really good i seriously i really don't want to give out because knowing me i would give yeah. the whole story no don't spoil it because i might actually want to read this don't spoil it please <laughs> oh my gosh but um other than that it's like that's the only spoiler but i mean you would just because they don't highlight it as much like the intriguing parts of how he was yeah they show you how he was found and whatever but they don't i've gotten to the part where he's he's friends with kaya okay wait he's friends with her okay this might be giving a little bit but he's friends with her when she is what age 19. okay so it's when she's older so yes Hmm. So remember, from the age of six to the yeah. age of nineteen, she's literally by herself. So she does have a friend that comes in and helps her, you know, to read and whatever. But mm. she's literally by herself. But that's the thing. I don't want you to spoil it for me. But it's just by what you're saying. I'm trying to figure out if she was nineteen, where she, when she, her and him, they became friends, but she was always alone. Why is everybody suspecting her? But okay, I guess I'll figure it out. Or could you give something? Yes, I can give something. <laughs> because it's usually, okay, for, I would say during this time, um, if you really think about it, a marsh girl, who lives in a marsh? Usually the poorest of people, right? And mm-hmm. it, it's not... Um, it's not something like the local people or the well-to-do people will want to associate with. Wait, so does that mean that Chase is from a, a like a... A well-to-do or... Well-to-do. A, mm. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So that's why they kind of have to... Uh, I'm scheduling. <laughs> Just don't spoil. Like, okay. hint at... But don't spoil. That's why they become friends and and nobody else really knows. Oh, that they're friends. Okay. That they're friends. Until at the end where they're trying to, you know, do the investigation and they're listening to what's going on in town. Because you know, it's always about gossip and what the yeah. person say. And then he was, you know, known to be maybe visiting her, quote unquote. Mm. Um, so all that is is intriguing in this story okay cool yeah so since you can't really give anything else about the book i just want to say okay that's the book hopefully everyone will get into it and then we'll be able to have a different type of discussion you know when you leave comments and stuff but what i would like to know is because i don't know this author as well it's the first time i heard about her because of you Mm-hmm. So would you read any of her other books, knowing that you're really drawn to this one? Yes, I actually would. 
once I get sucked into a book, I would always try and see what other um, books the author has written, especially this one. Um, even though she's a number one bestseller, um, it offers you like a kind of insight on another side of the world, you know? Um, she is very intriguing, like I said before, about um, growing up in the marshes. So she literally um, talks about how Kaya grew up in the marshes. So it makes you understand that Kaya is not well to do. And as a, you know, a black woman growing up in a society that does not always accept us, you kind of relate to Kaya, you know what I mean? In a way, um, understanding at least where she comes from and what she's doing. Um, and just basically, you know, how people go through their prejudices in everyday society. So it, I don't want to compare anything. De definitely don't want to compare anything, but it makes you understand where um, the character's coming from in this book. Um, I guess I would say that I, I kind of personally relate to the story, you know, like you, you want to escape, you want to go, you want to do your own thing. Um, unfortunately, I was never left alone, Kaya was but it tugs at you it, it gives you it gives you um something to think about it gives you emotions that you didn't think um you would have it makes you evaluate um different things in your life uh i don't know and for me any book that makes you think about your own bubble basically <laughs> is a book to read about and there's some truth there somewhere very true very true wait so you you said this book is very emotional. Is this a book that's gonna make people cry? No. Oh, I I didn't cry because I'm a crier. Mm. And it didn't make me cry. It made me it tugged like I said it tugged at my heartstrings. You know what I mean? I'm like yeah. oh okay. But no, it didn't make me cry because I know you don't okay. like that. <laughs> yeah. I don't like already watching some some movies or hearing some songs. I'm like, why did I even start this? I don't want to be crying all over the place. But um. Okay, so it's an emotional book and it takes you through this journey of this young woman and the murder of her one of her friends, basically. So yes. all in all, I think it, it sounds interesting. Um, I'll let you know if I start reading it. <laughs> I'll give it to you myself. Trust me, you know me. I'll just hand it off to you and you can read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I would... It, Honestly, it really does sound interesting just because when, when you say murder mysteries, it's just, I'm like, I don't need to know if everybody dies. Like, you know, some movies, like not to put in a bracket, but when I was younger and I watched a lot of Chinese movies, they are not afraid of killing your favorite character. And I was just like, no. So that's why I was afraid of jumping into the murder mystery ones. But mm -hmm. again, everything else around it really sounds interesting. So I think, yeah, I think I might try reading it. And yeah. then I could at least give you feedback on what I thought of it. Yeah, because in the beginning you don't you don't understand how Chase is linked to Kaya. Mm. So you're like, let's find out what Chase needs to do with Kaya, because uh, this doesn't sound like a person that Kaya would ever surround herself with. You know what I mean, kind of thing. Oh. So that's where it draws you in. Well, that's cool. Yeah. So i want to ask another question um mm -hmm. mostly in a lot of these books um they try to keep your interest a lot you know but is there any part of the book where you kind of paused for a minute or dropped off and said "Ooh, i'm not sure because yes it's great to talk about a book and all the interesting parts but there has to be a part well there doesn't have to be but is there a part where you're just like okay maybe this 
if I had started with this, I probably wouldn't have read the book, but all in all, it's good. Yes, there was a, I think it was about a, not even a whole chapter, but it was a, a couple pages where I'm like, mm, I don't like where this is going. Mm. And I was like, but I kept through it. I even, I didn't pause. Usually if I pause, that means I'm done. But okay. no, I kept through. Yeah, I know. <laughs> very harsh. When it comes to reading, I'm very harsh with books. But no, I kept on and I realized, okay, it was only a couple pages and okay, it's done. And what I thought was going to happen didn't happen. So I was like oh. kind of relieved, you know? So I was like, okay, thank God. <laughs> okay, good. So it still kept you in it because yes. yeah, it's like, some series sometimes they have a good run and then they'll have a bad season and you're like uh maybe mm-hmm. i shouldn't continue this but it's good that the book still even it, even though it may have a part that kind of yeah made you think i'm not too sure about this at least it it was able to grab you back into the story yes yes which it is was. good yeah that's why i really like this author I, I delia is like i know she hasn't written much books i think this is the first uh, book she wrote on her own her own novel. Um, she's written, like, she's co-written um, three others with her her husband, but it was mostly about, like, um, animals in Africa and just nature, which is what you can see in this book, because she talks about the nature and about the animals and stuff like that. So it's really, you know, it's intriguing to know. You learn. This is why I like books, is because you learn little things in books, and there's always some truth to it. So you yeah. will learn things about animals in this book and about zoology, which is what her, her, um, her background is in. But um, it was, it was, it just, it, it drew me in. Great. Yeah. And she's different. I, I like different things. I don't know. Maybe mm. that <laughs> you like very unique things. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I feel you on that. I'm the same way. Okay. So we've dabbled around the book. Obviously we want others to go and get the book themselves so they can actually get into this amazing story. So Shani, I'd like to ask you, what is the quote you chose for this episode? The quote I chose for this episode is called I don't trust people who don't read. So basically, as soon as I saw that quote, I loved it. It provided you to think beyond what it meant. It, it kind of um, slapped you in the face, if you want to call it. It's, it was not to say, I don't trust people who don't read. We don't take it literally. It was more like, this is a time usually when you read a book where um, it, it lets you to think outside your boundaries, outside your, your living space, outside your norm, as they usually say. And um, it allows you to open up your mind to different aspects of theories and evolution, if you want, or just, just basic life. And so that's what I, that's what I got from it. Yeah. Well, I am not a fan of your quote. <laughs> the end. Anyways, um, because yes, I took it very literally because it could be seen as a prejudice opinion. Yeah. It states that if you don't do something that I do, I can't trust you. So if you don't read, 
I don't trust you. If you don't write, I don't trust you. And I feel that the quote lacked recognizing that not all people are at the same level and some people really can't read due to being, you know, illiterate, having dyslexia and only uh, are able to read at a certain level or someone who just unfortunately didn't get educated for a plethora of reasons. And um, that's why at first when I saw that quote, I was like, what? Who, who would say something like that? Not to diss the, the person that wrote the quote. Every mm-hmm. quote has positive meanings at the mm-hmm. end of the day. And I do understand what you say when you say, if you don't take it as it is, but you take it as this is an opportunity for someone to open up their imagination to something better. So reading puts you through that door so you can learn more, you can explore more because no one is born with the knowledge of everything. Yes. So if you start reading, then obviously you will gain more knowledge. So I see the positive, but at first look and understanding that society is made up of many different people in the beginning, it was just like a slap in the face. I'm like, you don't trust me because what? Because I don't read, excuse you and your mother. I'm not trying to be, you know, I'm not trying to be like, (laughs) it's just that, yes, it could be taken in both ways. But as most quotes, I, try to see the positive like how you were saying because you can always find something good in life someone could tell you a word and then you're just like they may have brought it in to me in a certain way but I'm gonna take it in a positive way yeah and then you know so I do understand but I had to you know I had to do the, the 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 devil's advocate because not everything has to be staple like yeah it's all positive and the world is rainbows no some things you have to thrash it out and say, no, I'm, I'm not okay with this. That's why this is not my favorite quote, but I totally, I'm happy that you brought it up because yes, we have to say both sides. Oh, definitely. And when you read the book, you'll also understand why I chose that quote too. I didn't tell you that part. (laughs) It links into that. (laughs) Oh, okay. So I just want to, um, just uh, talk about the author just a little bit. Um, Shani, you already said some things about it, but I just want to give just a little info. Um, Delia Owens is not only an author, but she's also a zoologist. Mm-hmm. And the book that Shani is speaking about topped the New York Times fiction bestseller of 2019 for 25 non-consecutive weeks. And it also topped it in 2020, which we're in now for a combined 30 non-consecutive weeks and I really feel that that should be applauded because for her book to just be topped right now even though it's a New York Times fiction bestseller it doesn't mean it's only sold in New York like there are people all over the world loving this book and her message so I just find it's amazing that she has reached this you know height in her career and with her first book um one thing I do want to ask, because obviously I had to do a little research myself because I wanted to know what you were talking about, but um, there are rumors that there will be a movie adaptation. So for you who loves reading, are you excited that there will be a movie where it could reach a broader audience? Or are you like, no, this just say, you know, this amazing novel and everyone should just pick it up? If I, no. I would say just pick up a book. <laughs> <laughs> That's 
sorry. Like, I don't want the <laughs> I'm I'm the kind of person that if a book turns into a movie, I usually don't read. I don't watch the movie because mm. I I've I've been in a position where I've read books and then watched the movie. And I'm like, are you serious? Oh, you just <laughs> like so badly. I think there's only one movie that has actually come even close, even though I was kind of disappointed in certain things. Mm-hmm. But there's, and we'll talk about that later in another episode. Oh, it's that, it's that one? Okay, great. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's come close. I'm not joking. Out of all the movies, come close. Mm. And so, yes, I'm kind of excited, but I don't know. It, I just have to you see prefer- it. And it, yeah. Mm. And it could be great, group, like great um, producers and, and, film filmographers and whatever you want to call it but sometimes that they just miss something i don't know what it is they just miss something so so that's what i wanted to ask you because i wasn't sure if you'd be excited or disappointed in the fact that there will be a movie okay what don't you like about the adaptations is it that the book is not mirrored to the movie the plot that you liked may have been cut out the actors are not right they do not reflect what you saw in your imagination the because remember from a movie uh sorry from a book to a movie there has to be script so they cannot necessarily say everything that is said in the book so is it perhaps the writing in the movie that you don't like what is the point where you're just like this is why a book should stay a book and not become a movie. It's usually the writing. Um, they don't capture everything they're supposed to capture. Um, sometimes it's even the um, actors don't capture, you don't feel the feeling that you felt in the, mm. in the book. And that's what you're looking for. You're looking for that feeling that you felt in the book, right? So yeah. you, don't, you don't always get that. Um, in the last one that I dared to watch, and it was very close. I felt the character, but there was just something in the writing that just didn't gel. Um, so that's why I didn't really. I mean, I, it was good, but it wasn't. It was. It was okay. Okay. Um, but I understand not everybody can read, and every and a lot of people love movies, so I understand that. So. I kind of, I kind of try and look at it through the lens of a person who's just looking at it. And I would say just the last one, which we'll go on to <laughs> in another chapter, is the one I think has topped it out of all the books I've read. Okay. So this will be a to be continued to that because we're going to be talking about that thing that we keep saying that, which was a great book. And to me, a great movie. To Shani, not so much. But we'll we'll touch on that. But any last thing you want to say about you know this book or about this author or about this genre that you absolutely love and want to share with everybody? Um, I just want everybody to read this book because it it touches on real life situations. Um, it lets you know that you're not alone in this world, which is, some, I mean, especially going through what we're going through right now, it helps to know that you're not alone in this world and that there are, other, you know, other people who are going through worse, worse stuff than you are. And that you can, you know, reach out and talk to somebody 
and um and tell them what you're going through and and um share what you're going through and uh i don't know it just it just really touched i don't know there's so many ways this this book has touched me thank you for being with us on another episode of free talk this has been aya and shani email us your comments at freetalk.ca at gmail.com and remember to follow us on Instagram at freetalk.ca. I am so happy that I got to share this amazing book with y'all. Trust me, it's a great read. So look for Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens on Amazon, Chapters, eBook, Kobo, Kindle, Audible, or wherever you get your books. Let us know what you're reading and if you've read this book. Let me know your opinion about it. Until the next episode of Free Talk, be safe out there. Bye.